0: copia Radio presents. The following show contains violent scenes, acts of a sexual nature and strong language throughout. It might also contain flashing imagery and small traces of nuts. It is unsuitable for children, pets, old people, pregnant mothers, gay people, straight people, bisexual people, white people, black people, people of any skin colour, people with skin, people without skin, and people called George you are strongly advised not to listen to the following program and to turn off your radio straight away. Unless you don't want to, in which case, nah.
1: Hi, I'm Chunk, and I'm going to tell you about the neatest thing that ever happened to me and my Goonie friends. You can read along with me as I tell you the story. You'll know it's time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Are you ready? Me too.
2: Hey, you. Yes, you. Do you suffer from paranoia? Oh. Spend too much time indoors. Oh. Are you addicted to Rice Krispies and had a childhood fixation with He-Man? Did you take early retirement at 21? Would you break your leg for money? Do you have hallucinatory visions of the Chuckle Brothers? Find you laugh just a bit too much when someone says something funny. Did you used to be addicted to pig donuts? Do you think the world is run by the wrong people, or in fact it's impossible for the world to be run by any people? Do you wish that the Wombles were real? Do you think you're losing touch with the kids? Does your mum still buy your clothes? Does your dad wear in your shoes for you? Do you think that everything around you is bland and getting blander? Do you like this music? Then there's no hope. There is hope. No hope.
3: This week's secret word is kumquat.
4: Hello everybody and welcome, this is the Cornucopia radio show. It's hard to explain what we do, but if I'm ever asked I always refer to us as a creative radio show. We've got a bunch of comedy sketches, some short plays, a bit of poetry and a few monologues. And because some of you are really dull people, We'll even play the occasional bit of music. And over the next few weeks, we'll have over 50 different performers and writers who are going to try and entertain you. If you want to find out more about the work we've produced over the past few years and maybe even get involved yourself, point your internet face over to cornucopia-radio.co.uk And while you're doing that, try listening to this.
5: So finally, on this day, we gather here to decide once and for all, who is the strongest, the wisest, and best fit for battle.
1: At last, the true champion of objects shall be crowned.
5: You all know me, for I am rock. I am made of this very earth. My strength is legend.
1: (laughs) I am scissors. I am quick. I am sharp. And I am deadly. Nobody can match my blade.
6: And I am paper. I'm fat. That's my thing. Flatness.
5: We shall each challenge one another. Every battle taking into account our unique skills and weaknesses. And so, let battle begin. Scissors, my greatest foe. I first
1: challenge you. And I will accept this challenge. You see how I move around like a blur. I thrust, I parry, and I cut deep into your skin of stone. But you barely do scratch me. Although
5: many have fallen by your sword, I do not fear you, as you surely have no way to harm me. But I i can bring my full force upon you if i so wish your steel will bend and break you will be defeated so on this day let it be said rock smashes scissors
1: yes i can see now i would have been beaten by a far greater foe i shall yield and yet feel no disgrace however I now turn and challenge you, Paper. We shall decide this battle one way or another.
6: Look, do we actually have to fight to decide this? I was hoping we could work it out with a nice simple game of canasta or gin rummy. (laughs) See
1: how the sunlight glistens and sparkles off my blade. The momentary distraction is brief and fleeting, but it is all I need. I sweep around you like a gentle breeze and slowly close my blades around your flatness. You only feel pain for a moment.
6: Oi! Come on! There was no need for that. You've cut me in two. Literally straight down the middle. Couldn't you have Proved your point by snipping off a corner? I've got four to spare. Where's that sellotape? So, do you yield? Yeah, I yield. But you can bet I'll be putting in an official protest later. This is ridiculous.
5: So let it be forever said that scissors cut paper. Now we come to the last great battle of our time. The only question we have yet to answer. Paper, do you accept my challenge? Aha!
6: This is where I come good. Paper will have his moments in the sun. With a move so powerful, not even the Great Rock will be able to defeat me. You talk a
5: good fight, Paper. But what action shall
6: you take? I cover you. Pardon? I cover you. Once you are unable to move or defend yourself, this game will be over. And so, let it be said on this day that Paper COVERS! Uh,
5: so, so, so,
6: sorry, sorry. How, how does this covering me work? Well, I cover you with my whole body, wrapping my flatness around you. There's no way you could counter that. So by definition, I win! Ipso de facto. Um, a, a spirit of dipunto. punto, okay? you win by covering him are you sure you've really thought this through yes I cover rock rock is beaten game over can we just move on
5: Ah, I like your bravado paper but still I would like to see your covering Come about at me, and we shall see, paper, we shall see.
6: You know, we've got some real trust issues starting to surface in this group. Fine, let's do this. I'll try not to hurt you. Okay, paper covers rock. What do you say now? Oh, I can only but think
7: of one counter move which would prove
6: effective in this situation. You have no options left, Rock. Do yourself a favor and give up. What? I mean, I mean what? Look at me! I've been ripped in three! How come I'm the only one getting hurt here? I'm starting to run out of tape! This stuff isn't cheap, you know. There is session going on.
5: And so, paper covers rock, but rock smashes through paper because I am rock and strong, and you are paper and dumb.
8: I'll be honest, paper.
1: You do seem to be a little out of your depth
5: here. So, do you have anything else to give to this battle?
6: Well, have you ever heard of origami? <gasps> origami? Yep. Origami. I can fold myself into a swan.
5: A swan. Is that all you've got left?
6: Well, a swan can get quite angry when provoked.
5: And so let it be said by all people that follow from this day forth that rock tears paper. Therefore, rock is invincible against
6: all foes. Ah, oh, We all salute
1: your bravery.
6: I don't. This is nothing but a bloody popularity contest. I'm going home. Oh, great. Now it's raining. My only weakness, apart, of course, uh, from fire, strong gusts of wind, sharp objects, severe crunching, tearing, punching, obtuse folding.
9: The Cornucopia Radio Show.
0: Just pretend you're doing something else and it might just go away.
3: This week, I'm going to bounce the cue ball off the left side cushion and into a glass tumbler which will spin around and cannon the ball into this pack of reds sending it bouncing down the corridor and into the staff canteen where it'll order a light salad and a low fat yoghurt followed by some mild light flirting with Janice from accounts before making its way back onto the green felt and suddenly BOOM! It'll knock the yellow ball into the top left corner pocket
5: Ugh. You must be shrooming Wait for me, Moomin. Cross line to meet the host of that show, Meat Boy.
10: I want to go to there. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. I'll take over.
2: My stage. fever.
11: I just had
2: a touch. <laughs> well, I don't give a shit. Both, you know
11: Where's most Boy? i not get me
2: cut.
10: you gonna need a bigger boat. What'd you say? I think she bought it.
6: Suck it, monkeys! I'm going home. Horse- the
10: fight is alive. Soon you're lost.
6: No also. Pick those French fries, yum, yum, yum.
10: Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. The light that burns twice as bright burns half as long. Six words in the hole. <laughs>
4: So, uh, what do you think so far? Of what? Oh, I'm sorry, I I don't think we've met yet. Uh, My name's Peter. I do the show that's on right now. It's called the Cornucopia Radio Show. It's a kind of creative collection type melting pot of of stuff. Uh, You're the new security guard, aren't you? You've, uh, You've just started. It's good to meet you, Mr. Peter. My name's Vincent.
7: Yes, I'm a god. I guard things. If you need anything guarding, I'm your guard. Watch how
4: I guard this cup of coffee. Okay. Uh, what do you think of the radio station? Have you heard any shows that you like? Radio station? Yeah, this radio station. This one right here. Sheffield Live.
7: This is a radio station. Y- yeah. Hold on. Let me just get up here and write some of this stuff down. This is the type of job training I've been waiting for. I work at a radio station. Hmm, yes. I guess that would explain all the music i keep hearing. Not to mention the poor social skills and hygiene of the people that work here. Yes, that explains a lot. How can you do a job if you don't even know where it is you're working? To be honest, Mr Peter, I only really took this position to get the gun. Hold on, they gave you a gun? Yes, it's a beauty. A Semi-Automatic Jericho 941 Pistol It's still got that wonderful new gun
4: smell Here, have a smell That's fine, I really don't want to smell your gun I have to say, I'm not entirely sure you need a gun here Galaxy FM aside, shootings in radio stations are quite rare Especially now that Phil Spector's in jail There's going to be even
7: fewer now that me and Lord Killington have arrived. Protecting that thin blue line between pure radio anarchy and total James Blunt. Watch how I ricochet a shot off those two walls before taking out that Lily
4: Allen CD over there. Uh, Okay, Uh, I'm going to go back into the studio uh, now. Remind me never to speak to you again. Oh, uh, uh, let me just check. You've named your gunlord Killington? Because in the
7: League of Guns, Mr Peter, he's part of the aristocracy. Hey,
9: who stole my cup of coffee? I was guarding that. The Cornucopia Radio Show. No purchase necessary.
1: Sorry I'm not available to take your call, but if you'd like to leave your number, name, and the recipe after the bleep, I'll get back to you as soon as I finish chopping some rhubarb. Um, uh, uh, Mr. Worrell Thompson. Uh, um, hi, it's, it's Dave Proctor here from uh, JT Recordings. Uh, uh, I'm afraid there's been a bit of a cockup, which has led to some bizarre legal proceedings. Um, um, oh, what, what, what's happened is that the master tape for your subliminal recipes somehow. Got mixed up with your recording for Celebrity Sing Children's Party Hits. Uh, we, we we don't know how this happened, but but several customers have ended up in casualty after holding chickens in the air and sticking deck chairs up the noses. Uh, but, but the good news is the sale of jumbo jets uh, uh, skyrocketed among single mums. On the on the other side of the coin, though, you should hear how your gooseberry crumble recipes are going down at five-year-olds' birthday parties. <laughs> hey, call me back.
8: There's nothing worse than employment discrimination. A person should always be judged on the ability to do the job they've applied for. Nothing else. Sex, race, disability. These issues should never, ever be a consideration. Which is why during the interview process for our new finance director, I did my very best to make sure I viewed everybody on an equal and fair playing field. So when Dobbin came in, I viewed him in the same way I would any other potential employee. I mean, yes, he was a pantomime horse, that was obvious, but he arrived early for the interview and presented an impressive CV. He wore a sign around his neck saying one clip-clop for yes, two clip-clops for no, and I have to be honest and say I was quite taken aback by those big old comedy eyes with the fluttery lashes. The following interview went incredibly well and I was very impressed by the clip-clops he gave and so obviously I offered him the job on the spot. Which is why I was so disappointed and disheartened when he was fired five months later for embezzling company funds. I just couldn't understand what had happened. How could I have gotten somebody so wrong? I'll tell you this though. I'm never going to make that mistake again, bloody pantomime horses, nothing but trouble.
3: This week, I'm going to send the cue ball down the table and bounce it off three cushions before attempting to get a double kiss off the pink. After this, the Cubo will realise the futility of life and the pointlessness of existence and will do nothing for six months as it contemplates what noise John Virgo would make in a forest if there was no one around to hear him. The Cubo will finally reach a zen-like state and suddenly BOOM! It finds itself as a panellist on QI sat next to John Sessions.
12: fingers
10: on
9: buzzers The Cornucopia Radio Show The last best hope for peace in the galaxy
13: I spy with my little eye Stars? Nope Let me guess What else could it
14: possibly be? Hmm Space, perhaps?
13: Yeah! Wow! You're getting really good at this! Okay, Rogers, your turn! Not interested. Well, do you want me to have
14: another go then? No. Twinkle,
13: twinkle, little star... Look, will
14: you just shut the hell up?
13: What?
14: Three months! Three months out from Earth, and I'm already sick of you! Sick
13: of me? Really?
14: I thought we were getting on quite well. Quite well. (laughs) Quite well. There's (laughs) nothing I like about you. Nothing. From the stupid, inane games, all the way through to your tuneless singing. And don't even get me started on the disgusting way you pick at your teeth after
13: every meal. There is no excuse for letting harmful plaque build up on your teeth, is there? I could save you the bother. Really? How? I knock them all out,
14: and you can keep them safe and sound in a plastic bag. Oh my god!
13: I don't believe it! Look out the window! Look at this! What now? It's incredible! I've never seen anything like it before! What is it? God, this is amazing! Where did we put the damn camera? What? I can't see anything! There's nothing there! It's the majesty of space! Isn't it incredible? You do it to me every time! Calm down, pal! We've got another year and a half before we reach Mars, no sense in getting too stressed out. I'm not sure we will be reaching Mars at all. I keep telling you, calm down, trust the rocket scientists, this is their job, they'll get us there. That's the secret to avoiding going space crazy, just stay calm. I would be calm if it wasn't for you and all your irritating
14: habits, why they saddled me with a moron like you, on a three-year round trip, it's beyond anybody.
13: Don't forget the year we'll spend on the surface, building the habitation domes. That'll be fun, won't it? That's it. I can't do it. I just can't. Not another three years with you. Forget
14: space crazy. You'll send me over the edge all by yourself. I'm going to cool Earth. Tell them I'm boarding the mission.
13: Won't do any good. Why not? They have us control locked on autopilot until the Mars approach. Besides, with the distance we are from Earth, you won't get instantaneous communication. A couple of minutes for control to receive it, then they'll transcribe your message and put it into committee. They'll take a week to consider it, and then another week to formulate their reply. Which will be an almost certain no. I'll talk them round. With a fortnight between each sentence? I don't think so. Nope. It's just you, me, and the vastness of the cosmos. Sit back and enjoy it. That's my advice. You want me to go mad, don't you? Admit it. Who says you aren't already
14: mad? Oh, no you don't. You're not getting me that easily. I know I'm still saying. I'm not mad. You're the one who's unstable. I just can't understand how they let someone like you through the astro training program in the
13: first place. Well... I did have an uncle on the selection
14: committee. Ah, I knew it. Preferential treatment.
13: I knew something was up. No, that's not it. You see, he didn't like me either. Kept saying he wanted me off the planet one way or another. Still not quite sure what he meant by that. A computer! A message from Earth! Probably just someone trying to sell us double glazing. Please be aware.
14: This is a pre-recorded message from Control.
13: (laughs) Ha! I'm afraid there's no one here to take your call right now.
4: Shut up, this is important. By the time you receive
14: this message, you should be approximately three months out from Earth. Psychologists estimate this
4: is the point where claustrophobia will begin to set in. We thought some communication from us would help you fight off depression. We don't want you going space crazy now. You're right, not a moment too soon. Everybody here at Control wants you to know that we're all thinking of you up there, rocketing through space, and we are all sending you our best wishes, Rogers. You're a brave man to take on such a lonely solo mission as this.
14: What do they mean? Solo mission? There's two of us. Isn't there?
13: I said you were going mad, didn't I?
14: No! No! No!
1: I'm 20 rounds, and if you want me, come on, come on, get me now, yes. it's you me now, just pick it, I know you think the way s- switch my style.
3: Hello, hello. people
1: sing around, let people gather the people jump around. Get your feet get your get your feet get your feet down, get your 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 get get your your People you don't know, me and Tim 20 years ago. What the dealio? No, what the dealio? If you wanna battle me, let me know. Hello. Feeling, let me throw you some. Yeah, people here I come, yeah, sweat me when I'm done We got the radio shook like we got a gun. Go, get your free dog, get your free dog get your free dog, get your free dog Quiet! 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 Get your free dog, Quiet!
4: We really like making fun interesting radio for the people of Sheffield it makes our heart sing But at the same time, somebody has to pay the bills And somehow, I don't see you Yeah, yeah, I'm talking to you right now, the person listening to the radio I don't see you giving us any money, do I? Is the concept of a community funded radio station too complicated for you to understand? Anyway, this is why we have to prostitute ourselves out to the following people
7: THE
10: ADVERT!
15: Is this you? So I'd like to order a cheesy burger and a large fries. Sir! This is a public library! Shh. Wake up. Life spinning out of control. Ah, oh, nice doggy. Wanna play fetch? Hey!
6: Put down my
15: son! Nowhere to run. What? Uh... Where's I going again?
0: We're here to help. At Pale Ales, it's always happy hour, with our special 3 for 2 offer on all European lagers and ales. Buy a litre bottle of scotch, get a 500ml bottle for half price. And for a limited time only, buy 8 cans of Uber Beer Master Beer and get a free cooler, while stocks last. Pale ales, keeping your brain pickled.
10: Cheers!
8: Here boy! Good boy, now sit! Down boy! Heel! Heel! Stay! Hey! Down boy! Heel! Heel! Stop! Bad dog! Put him down this instant! Bad! Heel! Heel! Oh, why don't you listen to me? Down boy!
15: Looks like you need
8: help. Oh, hello there.
15: Dogs! We sure do love them. But they need a steady hand and years of discipline to avoid encounters just like this. But why bother with years of grooming or one of those really expensive dog training schools when instead you can buy a pack of doggy snoozers, dog sedatives. Oh, wow! Doggy snoozers are a painted in mild animal tranquilizer, specially formulated for your dog. Just put a handful into your dog's morning breakfast and our special formula will take that rebellious streak right out of them and leave you with one quiet and well-behaved pup. Now, let's visit this scene again, this time with a dose of doggy snoozers.
8: Here, boy. Good boy, now sit. It's great. Baxter doesn't bark at everyone or is naughty anymore. He doesn't run and jump up at people. In fact, he rarely moves at all. Thanks, Doggy Snoozers.
15: Available in four terrific flavors. Doggy Snoozers, available from your local supermarket. Buy them today. (coughs)
6: Warning, doggy snoozers contain ingredients such as hemp, dope, skunk, methadone, soap flakes, pig bones and human flesh. Please stick to the recommended dosage. Overdosage includes symptoms such as hair loss, sonic diarrhea, travel sickness, seasickness, heavy breathing, muscle spasms and death. Underdosage includes symptoms such as panic attacks, sneezing, drooling and overfondness for the color red, locked jaw, delayed reactions, increased sex drive and spontaneous canine explosion. If any of these symptoms present themselves please consult your local pet cemetery. Not intended for human consumption.
15: Also available, Moggy Snoozers. (coughs) That was Adverts!
10: They put a phone mast up by the school where we live. Now we've got much better reception. So when the kids go insane, we can call to complain as we're running in the other direction. The day the kids... Radioactive The day the kids the, the, the kids Went radioactive Active Was on Tuesday at three When the man on TV Spoke of carnage in the playground All the teachers had died And when the army arrived They found bodies piled up All the way round The day the kids, the, 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 the kids Went radioactive
2: This is the news. Children up and down the country are reported to have gone insane today and begun a mass killing spree. Most of the army and police have been dismembered and there is now little hope that anyone can possibly stop the slaughter. The Prime Minister, before being eaten by his own children, held a press conference where he simply stated, run to the hills. We are currently under siege and... Oh my God! No! No!
10: to avoid getting killed well we ran to the hills and we kept out the way of the children and when we returned home there was no one to phone for the kids had gone and killed them the day the kids kids went went radioactive the day the kids went went radioactive. radioactive yep the day the kids The day the kids When radio active Active The Cornucopia
9: Radio Show It's like drain cleaner
0: For your head
12: Carruthers, what's all this commotion about? Hello, Smythe. Oh, some type of emergency, I think. It seems we've run out of ice. Really? I thought my gin and tonic was a bit tepid this evening. Or was it run into ice? Yes, that's it. We've hit an iceberg. Never. Afraid so. It appears we're sinking, old boy. Oh, that
16: rotten luck. Rather. Fancy a top-up? Thank you. Don't mind if I do. I must say, this is a very fine drop of scotch. Twelve-year-old extra special reserve.
12: I have a chappie in Edinburgh who gets it for me. Awfully nice. Yes, pity really. How do you mean? Well, I just ordered a dozen boxes at 20 guineas
16: a case. Yes, that does seem a bit of a waste. So you really don't think we're going to make it? Doesn't look good. According to our steward,
12: chappie, we've got less than two hours before it goes belly up. Speaking of which, how's your wife's
16: stomach? I couldn't say. She drowned, I'm afraid. Oh, that's jolly inconvenient. Went overboard when we started to list. Shame. She would have loved all this excitement.
12: Tell me about it. My wife's the same.
16: Good God, man.
12: She didn't drown as well, did she? Oh, no. She's gone to see the purser. Wanted to change her life jacket for a different colour. Reckoned it clashed with her evening gown. Quite.
16: All in all, it hasn't been a bad voyage, this awful sinking business
12: aside. Couldn't agree more. Young Kate, my daughter, has found the whole thing thrilling. First time afloat. You haven't seen her by any chance. No? Why do you ask? It's just that she rushed off in a rather odd way. Said there was something she had to do with with some young chap she's been chummy with. Something to do with them taking something elsewhere before we go under. Taking something elsewhere? She made some reference to having it away if I heard her right. I can't pretend I understand half the things she goes on about these days. And in any case, I was somewhat distracted at the time. The wife had just spilled a nightcap down a negligee. The impact, you understand. She was in a terrible temper. It's been a
16: funny old night overall, when you think about it. Wife drowns, ship sinks. And then there was no Montrachet 87 at dinner. I had to settle for a very middling 95. I must say, I shall be very glad to get this whole day over with. You think that's unfortunate? Have a look at these. Uh, sorry, old boy, I can't see in this light. What are they? Return tickets. Oh,
12: that is bad luck. They're for the outside port cabin on the promenade deck. Such a shame. No, it hasn't been a very good night, with one thing and another. Do you know, I won £500 off Willie Lane wearing Palmer at Bridge this evening.
16: What's wrong with that? Well, the
12: cab paid me my
16: cheque. Oh well. worse things happen at sea, I guess. I say, what's that noise?
12: A little bit of steerage passengers drowning, I expect.
16: No, it sounded
12: more like a band. I believe you're right. Yes, you are right. What is it they're playing?
16: I think it's nearer my god to thee, isn't it? A bit mournful. I shouldn't want to try to dance to that. They might have chosen something a bit more festive for our last night at sea... Talking of sea, is it my imagination, or is the water getting closer? I think you're right again. Perhaps we ought to move up the deck a bit. Good idea. A Steward! a Steward! Yes, sir? Uh, Be a good chap and rearrange these deck chairs further up the ship, would you? It's getting a bit damp down here. Of course, sir. How long we got, do you think? Oh, uh, about four minutes, sir, I'd say. Oh, well, good luck. Don't suppose I'll be seeing you again? in this life, sir. What? Oh, yes, that's very good. I must remember that. Well, good night, then. Good night, sir. Seems a pleasant type. It's a real shame that Mrs. Smythe couldn't be here with us, isn't it? Oh, I expect she'll bob up somewhere. She was always awfully buoyant. Fancy another top up, dear boy?
9: Cornucopia Radio
0: Show. It's a mystery wrapped in an enigma and covered in secret sauce.
4: Just in case you needed reminding, this is the Cornucopia Radio Show on Sheffield Live, the place where people who aren't good enough for a proper radio station always end up eventually.
11: How long is she going to be? I thought this was just a small filling. Ah, I felt that. Look, I'm sorry, my mouth just can't stretch that wide. Stop trying to force it. Maybe I should just open my eyes. I don't know. What's the dentist's etiquette in this situation? Do they think I'm just being inconsiderate, keeping them closed? Or will I just completely freak them out if I open them suddenly? Damn it. Why do I always have to turn these things into such a mental minefield? Okay, decision time. I'm going to open my eyes just for one second. I want to demonstrate I'm paying attention. You know, that I appreciate their good work. Okay, no, that definitely freaked them out. Note to self. From now on, always keep your eyes closed. Hold on. What's that blood on her jacket? Why has she got blood on her jacket? Okay, just relax, will you? It's probably not blood. It's likely to be something much more sensible. Maybe it's tomato ketchup. Hold on a sec. That's not sensible at all. What kind of dentist comes to work with ketchup on their jacket? What's she doing? Working at greasy spoon in between patients? I think I preferred the blood. Wait, she's stopped. Is that it? Maybe I should have a quick dart around the hole with my tongue. Better hurry before they start again. Hmm. Oh, oh, come on. That hole's big enough to hide off a pineapple in it. How much of my mouth have they drilled? They better not be charging extra for this. Oh, here we go again. My lip still feels funny. I swear they've used too much anaesthetic again. It's all part of that sick game they play, isn't it? So when you try and take a sip of the pink water, you end up dribbling most of it down your shirt. Then they always politely ask, is there anything wrong, knowing full well that they've already injected enough drugs in your face to knock out an Indian elephant? Uh-oh, the dentist is leaning across me to have a better look at the tooth. Okay, now this is awkward. Now is neither the time nor the place for accidental close proximity boobage. Now oh, don't get me wrong, I normally love accidental close proximity boobage. I'm a big fan. It's one of the reasons why I get my hair cut so often. But sat here, dribbling down my shirt with a mouthful of cotton wool, I just feel a little bit, well, vulnerable. Look, this isn't fair. I clean my teeth every day. Well, every morning. Okay then, more sweet day mornings. Why do I need a filling? I'll tell you, George Washington had the right idea. Just check them all out and replace them with wooden ones. All you need to worry about then is the occasional coat of varnish. Oh, here we go again. How long's she gonna be?
12: Thank you all for gathering here today. I'd like to first of all review the evidence in case number 2078, that of the ill-fated cloth cap 070, which was en route from Robin Hood Airport to Leeds Bradford. To better understand the events leading up to the crash, I feel it's necessary to listen to the black box recording.
16: What's that there, It's the manual. Oh, ah? Uh? Yeah, it says here... For landing, line up Brazilian strip, but be careful to avoid foliage and mountainous peaks. The no, what! Pop the flaps out and gently lower the undercarriage. And on, Brazilian strips,
7: gently lower the undercarriage. Give me that! You jaff monkey! This isn't manual. It's blaming a flippin sutler. Oh. I was wondering why all
16: pilots had beards. Here, yeah, try this. Ah, thank you for purchasing Boeing 737. No! Here, yeah. this bitch. Erm, um, how to land a 737? By gum, harder than I thought. Aren't they supposed to have them fancy computers for this thing? By, I, I don't know how they get to be go pilots. Job Centre said it were either this or lose me money. By the way, what's that big flat green ground
7: thing coming up at us? Well, I got to foot a It's the... The
9: Cornucopia Radio Show.
0: Because everything is better in Motion.
7: Yeah, this is the poet Benjamin Zephaniah coming down your radio wire and you are listening to
14: Yo Benjamin, I'm really happy for you and I'ma let you finish, but I just wanna say that Pamaz was the greatest performance poet of all time. Of all
10: time. <laughs> Fox
4: cornucopia-radio.co.uk facebook.com slash cornucopia.radio twitter.com slash cornucopia radio
10: whoa that's a full rainbow all the way double rainbow oh my god double rainbow it's a double rainbow all the way damn it's a double rainbow all the way damn oh my god so bright, so vivid. Double rainbow, double rainbow. It's so dense, dance. What does this mean? It's starting it to look like a triple rainbow. That's a whole rainbow now. Ah! Double rainbow on the way. Captured on my camera, double rainbow all the way across the sky. Yeah, yeah. So intense, double rainbow all the way across the sky. Wow, wow, oh my god, look at that rainbow! Woo! Woo! That is the baddest f-ing rainbow I've ever seen.
4: Hello? Is there anybody there? Why are we digging tunnels? Is any this safe? This is meant to be a radio station, not a mine. Ah, oh,
7: Mr. Peter, have you come down to help? Well? We've almost broken through. Broke through to what? Weren't you at the meeting this morning? It's been decided by the executive board that 93.2 FM is simply too small a frequency for us to survive on. So, we're going to expand into 93.3 and 93.4 as well.
4: I'm currently in charge of the operation to push through the dial and take them. You can't just expand across a radio dial like that. There's rules, there's Ofcom. And besides, I think Radio 4 uses those frequencies. Not for much longer. Here... Come closer. Put your
7: head against this wall. You can hear John Humphreys on the other side.
4: Wow, you can. I think he's interviewing the junior secretary of state for transport.
7: See, the plan is perfect. We break through, kidnap John Humphreys, Charlotte Green and Eddie Mayer and kill anybody else that gets in our way. Then we hold a quick ransom sale. And before you know it, bingo! Radio 4 has given us the frequencies. Suddenly, you're listening to Sheffield Live 93.2 to 93.4 FM, Sheffield's number one community radio station. You keep saying we. Yes, Mr. Peter.
4: Mr. Nick has agreed to help. Hey, Pete, are you here as part of the strike team? Vincent's been teaching some great secret killing techniques. I can now kill a man with just simple heavy bludgeoning. Do you want to see? Nick, I can't believe you'd get involved with this. It's pure madness. No, Pete, it's not madness. It's personal madness. Remember, Vincent, we have a deal. I hope you'll get the FM frequencies and you'll leave Mark Lawson to me. We have unfinished business together. Deadly unfinished business of death. Hey, what's wrong with Nick?
7: Oh, I think Mark Lawson burnt down his village and stole his elephant or something. I wasn't really paying attention. He's only here because the RSPCA won't let us use a real canary.
4: So, is everybody ready? We attack on my command! Actually, I'm just going to go back into the studio. I only came out to grab a glass of water. That's a good idea, Mr Peter.
7: You can cover our flanks. Make sure Woman's Hour doesn't start a counter-offensive in our rear.
4: When did my life take my bad Terry Gilliam film?
10: And centuries, you don't know where you land, it's so dark in mythology. mythology. Treasures of history to be found, Near the legends of time, all the handiwork's remain, only the dream. Got a far off you, oh with apologies Measure the mystery and the sound It's like taking up mm-hmm. time To the handyworks we me. oh dream
16: That was The Cornucopia Radio Show, Part 1, The Awakening. It starred Peter Beeston, Nick Card, and Michael Thompson. It also featured Chris Drury, Nick Draper, Gillian Langley, Andrew Martin, George Webster, Rex Davis, Wendy Davis, Jason Turner, Kerry Marriott, Chris Coburn, Phil Mason, Roy Powell, Colin Impson, Andrew Hopton, Alan Robinson, and Paul Grant. It was written by Peter Beeston, Jason Turner, Phil Mason, and Roderick Shearer. Audio production by Peter QuistGud. This show was edited and directed by Peter Beeston and is copyright 2010 to Cornucopia Productions.
6: This is Sheffield Live 93.2 FM.
0: That was the last show you will hear on this radio station as everybody that works here has decided to leave this planet and return to our own galaxy. Bitter, twisted and regretful at the way our radio adventure has turned out. So instead, this frequency will now broadcast the sounds of babies crying 24 hours a day. Good day to you.